Hello and welcome to Bookish Meet the Authors Part of the In the Limelights Network. I'm your host, Nisa, and joining me today is Professor of Nursing at Becker College, Ingong Yupong, to yep. talk about her inspiring book, Joy Comes in the Morning, The Power of Drive, Discipline, and Determination. Hi, Yukong. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Anna Upang. Say that again? Upang. Upang, sorry. Yep. No worries. I'm so sorry about that. But anyway, thank you for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I couldn't wait for this moment. Yeah, I was, that's great to hear. So my first question to you is, how do you move on in life after a tragedy, a failure, or when you just simply mess up? In the middle of your failure, in the middle of your mess up, mm-hmm. you are, are you kidding me? You are crazy. You are so down. It's like you never get out of this. But from my experience, if you look carefully, there is something good in a horrible situation that we don't tend to pick up while we are in it. I learned that from my own life. I was abused for seven years by my brother's wife. I'm so sorry. Never thought anything good would come out of it. I was so miserable. I never even thought I would get out alive. Looking back, if I did not go through that, I wouldn't be who I am today or where I am today. So I have learned there's no perfect, nobody is perfect. You always make mistakes. But if you look carefully, you can use that mistake, learn from it, grow from it, instead of going, resorting to drugs or drinking. Wow. I'm so sorry you had to go through that, but no, it's no, amazing. No, no, sorry. But it's still, it's amazing so how thankful. you... No, no, I'm so thankful that I went through it. Um, so, and I'm, like I said, I'm, it's beautiful how you've taken that and were able to create something positive from it. That's amazing. I think a lot of people struggle with seeing past what's going on with, I mean, if it's something small, but how to see past it and see that there may, there may be some good that come out of it. I actually went back and forgave her. Wow. That's... And, get, and took care of her for the latter part of her life. Wow. That is amazing. That's something that's. That takes, a, that takes a strong person to be able to forgive. And that's why this book is out. If I hadn't been through that, what would I have written on? No, I wouldn't. wouldn't have anything to write. I wouldn't even be where I am. That's beautiful. Um, so how do you maintain your sanity in such a chaotic world today? Number one, one moment at a time, one day at a time. A lot of people drive themselves out of their skin by bringing yesterday, years ago into now, and tomorrow into now. It becomes overwhelming. I am a now, if you ask me any other thing, all I have now in my head, in my being, is talking with you right now. Tomorrow I'll deal with it. Yesterday is gone. I can't do much. So a lot of people bring all the stuff that don't pertain to now here, and that rings here for them. Oh, you see them, they're like, no, 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 no. Deal with one moment at a time. You'll be shocked to see how progressive and productive you are. Yeah, yeah I think people get so caught up with um, reliving the past, something has happened, and what it, and worrying about what's gonna, what they can do in the future. That I think, yeah, being in the present is something that sometimes we struggle with. I struggle with staying here and not worrying about, I want to get to the, get it to the, like, uh, for example, a movie, fast forward, see the ending. 
<laughs> I need to live in the present. I can't, life is not a book or a movie. When my students come to class and they're worrying about the exam they took yesterday, you could worry and go crazy. You have taken that exam, it's over, done with. There's nothing yeah. you're worrying about is going to do about it. When I finish exam, I never talk to anybody. I never discuss. Discussing it with other classmates is not going to change my grade. But some people, they talk, they dwell. In fact, some of their classmates may have that same question wrong. But you talking to them will think they got it right. You got it wrong. Now, finish, done, move on. Yeah, learn from it and move on. Yep. That's good advice. Now, how do we maintain our peace and happiness? Especially with people worrying and stressing about the future and the past, how do you maintain peace and happiness? You maintain your peace and happiness by giving your very best in anything you do, one moment at a time. A lot of people could have, should have, I don't have it in my vocabulary. When well, I'm you're more advanced anything, than I am. When I'm gonna do anything, I have to give it my best so that at the end of the day, I have to live with me and my God. Yeah. And I don't follow because this person did this, I have to do it now. Well, the day I came to this world, I came by myself. The day I'm gonna leave, I'm living by myself. So I have to be responsible for what I do each moment of my life without Very worrying true. so much about what others are doing. No, yeah, that's right. I mean, but I think it's still, you're more advanced than I am. I have, how many times have I said something or done something and I'm like, oh, why did I say that? Why did I struggle with this? It just, it's amazing. Cause I don't, I think a lot of people struggle with not uh, reliving something that they've done and wish they could have changed. This is why you, if you live in the moment, a lot of time, the bringing of the tomorrow and yesterday mess up the moment for you. Yeah. If you live in the moment, it makes you concentrate and make better decisions. It gives you the energy. Everything you need for now is right there. Well, that's really, that's amazing. Um, what are um, the impacts of being together and helping one another when they need it? It is phenomenal, awesome. <laughs> I get emotional talking about it. There's not one single person that hasn't needed help at one point in their lives. And you will never forget the person that came to your rescue. Very true, yeah. The person that came to your rescue may think it wasn't much of this, but for you, it was a big deal. So do not, um, underestimate, do not overlook when somebody is in need. A little help, a little, it may not sound that big, but to that person that needed that help, it's a big deal. It really unifies us and it also makes us count on each other. We cannot, there's not one single human being that have lived uh, by themselves all their lives. You always depend on each other directly or indirectly. So staying together and helping each other Oh my goodness, it's so healthy, it's so, it just binds us. It is an awesome, awesome thing. Yesterday I saw a lady, she was lost. I, I waved at her, she stopped, she said to me, I have no idea where I'm supposed to go. They shot all this road, I said, we directed her. That's simple. She yeah. was so grateful, I'm like, can you imagine? Yeah, 
Um, first thing I want to say, I loved your passion about talking about this. You can see how genuinely you love, you love helping people. It sounds, you heard it very much in your voice and that was beautiful to hear you sound so, so passionate about it first. And you're right. I think it's I have to be, I have, I have enjoyed that a lot. I didn't get to where I am by myself. Yeah. We have a lot of helpers along our path. Yes. And sometimes we forget that. Or we forget mm-hmm. sometimes, um, I think sometimes people even will struggle to see the importance of letting people help them. They feel like they don't, don't want, it's hard to let someone help you, but you forget how much it also can mean to even allow someone to help you, mm-hmm. bring that person in. Mm-hmm. So in helping people, another thing, so what makes some people more successful than others? Number one, having been through a hard time. If I did not go through a hard time, I could have been a spoiled brat and I would never have even imagined. I'm not saying wishing it on anybody. It's not good, it's not easy, but it strengthens you. Number two, I don't know your religious background. I'm a firm believer in the Lord and he has led me. He gives me strength, he directs me, and I appreciate that. Number three, stepping out of your comfort zone. A lot of people are so scared to step out of their comfort zone. They don't want to look stupid. I don't know this, I don't know that. Lisa, I have stepped out of my comfort zone to the point that sometimes I, didn't, I don't even have a clue, but I still <laughs> go there. In going there, you learn. Yeah. It's not racking. I have only seen an airplane above. I have never even seen an airport until I was ready to come to the US. That was my oh. first flight. Wow. How long was and, the flight? Huh? How long was the flight? Um, oh, I don't know, about 11 hours or so. Wow, you you jumped in like you didn't even take a short one. You decided to take a very long flight for the I first time. I had no idea. I am here in Worcester, Massachusetts. Oh, nice. And I never stepped outside until we got to Boston. I had no idea what the climate was like. And I arrived here in January, January 14. So I stepped out to find out where I was going to catch a bus to Worcester. I was shocked to see how cold I was like, how do human beings survive here? I ran back with my eye watering, with my nose watering, my hands were already frozen. I ran back, I'm like, how do people survive here? (laughs) Yes, I have survived here. This is, I have been here for 42 years. Congratulations, that's a long time. To God be the glory. Yeah, wow. So I may sound crazy, if you don't step out of your comfort zone, you will never learn, you'll never grow. Same more, same more, same more will bring you the same result every day. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm learning to step out of my comfort zone. And I have to say, it's not easy, but in the end, it's worth it. And, you, and you're grateful for it when you do. That is exactly what I am sharing with you. This, I don't know how to type. I have always paid people to type everything for me. I typed this book by myself, self-published. Congratulations. Wow. The first script, I didn't even know how to put paragraphs. (laughs) I have learned a lot. I have grown a lot. 
but I have to step out of my comfort zone. No, you're right. That's, that's a, it's an important lesson to learn and it's not an easy one. No, it's that. No, but it's you. I think everything you hear from people who got where they got, where you, where they've reached been successful have always stepped out of their comfort zone. Because if you stay Mm -hmm. where you are, you're not moving forward. Samo, Samo is going to bring you the same result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, I just have one, uh, I, maybe you touched upon it, but I just really want to know, you said that you've never, this is the first time you didn't even know how to write a paragraph. So what really inspired you? Like what ha- what made you say, I have to write this book? I had always worked three jobs. Until I woke up one day, I said, I'm, I couldn't understand, but I couldn't shake it off. To retire, I said to my husband, I'm going to retire. He's like, any problem at school? I said, no. As we're talking, I'm getting ready to go to social security office. From there, I passed to school, told my boss, I want to retire. And she's like, you, of all people? I said, I don't understand, but I can't shake it off. So she, she said to me, you work too much. I'm going to give you some time off. So she gave me a spring semester of spring semester of 2016 plus the whole of summer. So that gave me nine, nine months off. Wow. That was how this book came about. That is impressive. Mm-hmm. A lot of people struggle to write books and it takes them years. You wrote that in nine months. That is an achievement. I never thought about writing a book. I never even, but like I said, I'm a noun person. For me, that was a window. I didn't want to waste that time. Yeah. So I invested it in. That's amazing. I mean, I, w- I, I struggled to put my thoughts to paper and you wrote it in nine months and I struggled to, to express myself through writing. I'm, that's amazing. That's beautiful. So I just, uh, I just want to know where can people find your book and you like where are you on social media so that way people can uh, find your book and connect with you. My book is on Amazon. I have it as paperback. Okay. And I also have it as ebook. Okay. Uh, for social media, I am on Facebook. That I hear my kids talk about Facebook. I didn't know what <laughs> it was until I published the book. That like, mom, you gotta go to Facebook. I'm like, oh, that's how. <laughs> that's. But is the Facebook under your? It's under your name. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, and you also have a LinkedIn or Instagram or anything else, or just LinkedIn. Facebook. LinkedIn. Okay. And Facebook, that's it. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Enoch, for coming, for joining me today. It was lovely having you on the show. I learned a lot from from you and I wish you much success going forward. Lisa, before we go. Yes. After all that I went through in my brother's house, the day I left his house, I turned around. I looked at the house. I said, thank you, Lord, for bringing me out alive. I promised myself that day that the only way I could get my freedom was through good education. I said, Mike, I will raise my kids by myself. My kids will never live with somebody because I can't afford it. So I poured myself into my school where kids were playing and I focused so much in my education that I found my way to the US, ending a bachelor's, a master's and a PhD in nursing. Congratulations. Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. You deserve it. I mean, that's an that's an, a beautiful achievement. That's amazing. I don't have much, but the Lord has blessed me with my dreams. Yes. And I, I'm 
eternally grateful. And he has given me a platform in nursing to help others. I go all the way to help my student, my patient. Sometimes my students actually even come to my house. Wow. I will always be there for them because somebody was there for me to get to where I am. Well, you are a very beautiful person. I'm so grateful that I got a chance to meet you and talk to you about your book. This was very inspirational. And um, thank you everyone for joining me for another episode of Bookish Meet the Authors. Um, See you in the next one. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas and joy.